advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now, 800-687-5192. That's 800-687-5192. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-687-5192. Abandoned pets can be trained as service and therapy animals to help people with special needs overcome the obstacles of everyday life. To find out how you can give animals and the people they help a new leash on life, please visit AmericanHumane.org. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Mac Jones isn't that good, man. They packaged him up last year, and they sold him to you. The first thing people want to tell you is, oh, he's a Pro Bowl quarterback. Come on, man. You can go to the Pro Bowl nowadays as the 39th alternate at your position. Good for him. But I'm not going to allow people to sell me on he was some fantastic rookie quarterback. Mac Jones is just a guy, man. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. We're back. Hour number 237-1, Iberville in Mid-City. It is Thursday, so our crew of Katie's is at Katie's. Gus Kattengill, Chef Scotty here as well. West Bank Rick, we're going to come to you in a quick second. As, uh, of course, we welcome everybody to our number two. Ben Heisler will be with us at 1.30. In our number three, Chris Blair will join us as LSU picked up a big win in men's basketball early in the season, defeating number nine, Arkansas, yep. over in Baton Rouge. Of course, we've been talking about the Pelicans. Big play, big game by Zion Williamson. 22-12 and 12 now on the season. 119-118 the win. Chef Scotty. Still yes. in first place. Still yes. in or first back, place. Back in first place. Back by in a, first place. By a nudge, but it's still no, first place. Well, you're in first place. It's because it. we beat them, and I was at that yeah. game. That's right. Uh, you, know, you were courtside. Courtside. That's when Jose Alvarado That's, went uh, bananas. It was unbelievable, man. Uh, incredible. What, what a great experience. Uh, another solo crowd yesterday there as well. West Bank Creek, you were a part of that. You saw it there as well, man. What was it like for you? Uh, Scotty know how it used to be back in the day where uh, the crowd wasn't as cheering as much and you was hoping that they could probably get over 25 wins in a game. Um, man, that was the, that was really exciting just to hear uh, what the crowd was um just to have that experience and enjoyment that what the crowd um, needed. Um, Zion said, uh, everybody's going to remember winners. And and if, if with the way the team is playing, that's all you hear people talking about is winners. And right. I'm sorry to say, but the Saints are not doing what the Pelicans are doing, so we're not really talking much about them because of what they're not doing. Um, what I really wanted to point out was, even though our bench didn't score much, they did hit some key uh, shots in the game. Um, two people I wanted to point out who didn't score but three points. Um, Dyson Daniels and uh and uh uh Jackson Hayes. 
uh, Jackson Hayes hit that three right when the buzzer was about to go off, and I was like, oh, my God, I hope he make it. <laughs> and then you had Dyson uh, hit the three. I think he was a – it was a kick out uh, for him as well. But uh, that guy who was just on there a while ago, he's right. If they would call the calls like they're supposed to call it, he would be having more – I think he had, what, 20-some-odd attempts or whatever. He'd probably have more than that. I mean – the way I I don't think I ever seen except Chris Paul take over a game in the fourth quarter um, when he was a Hornet, and that's the last time I can remember somebody taking over a game like that. Maybe Stojakovic. I don't know. No man, I, I tell you one one of the things that um, it is it's it's crazy too. West Bank Rick is just we haven't seen anything yet. I mean, it's just starting, right? Chef Scotty, yeah, West Bank no Rick doubt. is just starting. We haven't seen this team together. That said, it, it was something that I was texting Todd earlier today that stands out. Because um, I asked him that the Pelicans have had 11 different starting five lineups this season in 34 games. The Boston Celtics have had nine. He looked it up. And Boston's yeah. pretty good. I would say they're they're the best team in the league right now, I think, tough to beat. So, I, I think we, we're living in this, I guess, belief, Chef Scotty and West Bank Rick, that teams play healthy. But when I look at the year this year, NFL, NBA, I don't think you're ever really healthy. And, no. I, and I think to win a championship or to be a playoff team or a good team, you're going to have to win without your starters at some point. You're going to have to win losing a player. I mean, the Phoenix Suns, right? They're without Devin Booker. The Clippers. For four, yeah, the Clippers have been playing without Kawhi Leonard. I mean, you look at Steph Curry being out for a bit. I mean, I just think that's the thing. So quite honestly, we need to stop looking at the Pelicans and going, well, when they get healthy, they're a good team right now with what they got. So in other words, they don't it's whatever. Need to be healthy. That, that's, that's what I'm trying to get at, right. Uh, I mean, they've got the deepest team in the league. We keep saying that. But it seems like any team they can put out there on the court is going to compete, you know. And sometimes just blow teams off the field, off the court, you know. I mean, they're they're good, man. We just got to face it; they're good. Yeah, but uh, you you do. I know you remember how hard it was just listening to the announcers report the game. It's it's a big difference. I'm. You should ask. Uh, uh, you say what? I think it's five years he's been there. Or six. Just the the tone, the way he used to report the game before we started looking on winning like this, is 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 just you know I don't even know how to describe it because the crowd really is breathtaking the way they just blowing it out. I mean, I, oh, I, I want to bring back. I guess we still have a boom machine in the um the blender. That's right. Oh yeah. So I just bought me. I just bought me a boom machine T-shirt <laughs> by the Pelican yeah, Twelve. Oh, so I'm gonna give a shout out to the Pelican Twelve with my boom machine shirt. <laughs> it's incredible. Only twelve people made that much noise last night. You know, it really, just, honestly, is. Just take your loss and go forward. You know what? Along those lines, West Bank Rick, we talked about it in the post game yesterday. Um, I don't know if you saw it, Chef Scotty. And, and if anybody else did as well, but the Minnesota Timberwolves on Twitter posted a congratulatory or a good yes. game tweet showing Zion embracing a T-Wolf player or two, and it was like two or three pictures, and it was, you know, two hands, two hand emojis, kind of like handshaking, and, and the words were, good game. 
That's incredible. I mean, that because it yes. was in, in a game that was testing. You had seventy, I think, free throw attempts is what it was. Um, a free throws shot. I mean, it, it it's it, it it could have been contentious, but to have that organization out. Look, Chris Finch was a an assistant here. He's probably happy for the team there as well. But both coaches complimentary West Bank Rick of the game and that it was good for both teams. You know, to be able to go through I, all I that. So. I want to point that out, what you was talking about when you mentioned the three-point. Now, we don't, you know, I've heard Coach say we don't, um, we're not scoring efficiently on the threes at certain time. But I don't really worry about that when we go into the hole in the paint and getting and ones. We scoring three-pointers the old-fashioned way. I don't know if anybody's counting that as part of the three-point uh, percentage uh, situation. And um, I, I want to hear you expound on that. And I heard the other side was talking about how uh, Gobert is a three-time defensive player of the year, and Zion made him look like he wasn't even supposed to even have that trophy, the way he put that dunk on him and just embarrassed him a couple of times with him trying to block him, and he threw a shoulder going up yeah. on him. He fell to the ground trying to get a, a foul, but <laughs> he just took a lick like uh, the guy did in Utah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that shoulder is big. <laughs> Here's that play. Here's that play with Frank Rick. Now, Z in. He threw it down over Gobert with a right hand. He just went right around and threw him down. Oh, my goodness. That's embarrassing. Yeah, no, it was good. And then there was another play, too, where Graf just starts laughing in the middle of the highlight because Austin Rivers tried to get yeah. over the end one. I think it's this one. Zion sizing up Knight, splits defenders and one. He just powered through Knight and Reed. The foul is on Nathan Knight. Like I said, he's got six fouls to give. I think it's this one. Z. It's one of them. There's so many. Here it is. Oh, man. Oh, God. I got to laugh, folks, because McDaniels went back three feet, and Austin Rivers said, do I have to do this? Yeah, Austin Rivers filing out, by the way. Yeah. Can I can I say we ninety four in the month of December? Yeah, four losses, man, the entire month. Isn't that incredible, Chef Scotty? It's yeah, uh, it's guys. We, we can talk about this all day, and it could never get old. All day. Just hey, just hey thanks for taking my call. We in first place. It, it <laughs> is West Bank Rick in first, first place. place. Yep, no doubt about it, man. That is awesome to hear. Uh, more than anything else, again, it's something that I can continue to to hear. All day today, man. I'm good. Just like the first time we saw the Pels get in the first place, I can talk about this game all day here as well. I do want to talk about something else, though, that I find interesting. And, again, we'll transition to the Saints here as well as they get back to work, back to practice. We had Deshaun Reed from the Athletic who covers the Raiders to talk about Derek Carr. There's already people speculating could the Saints be in that uh, game here as well. Um I hadn't talked to you on the air since then, but I know you guys were talking about it yesterday as you filled in for the truth, Eric Asher. So this week alone, you've had two different conflicting reports. Sean Payton, Tom Brady coming back to the Saints. Yeah. Uh, and then Jeff Duncan puts out, look, the franchise is doubling down. Dennis Allen's coming back. Something you said here as well for the season. Right. But that there could be some changes to the staff, on, on, especially offensively in the offensive coordinator situation. I think one of the things that um, has been out there too is there, there's video 
Okay, the Bucks put out there. Dov um, Kleiman posted the video of the Buccaneers on that third and one. Remember that play against the Saints? Remember that, that third yep. and one play? Yep, 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 Didn't yep, go yep. well. Um, so the Bucks released footage from their Week 13 game. This is his tweet from yesterday. One of the things that decided the game, Saints up 16-3 to third and one. The Andy Dalton, it was supposed to be for the fullback. To and Callaway. He checked to Callaway. No Camara on the field. No Alave on the field. No Landry on the field. Like, to this day, right? So, anyway, here's, I guess, the audio of it. And mic'd up, listen. The Saints are about to go into their bye week. Right back in the race in the NFC South with a win here tonight. They're down and one. Another clock winds. We're outside five minutes. And now this is Carlton Davis. The third lined up against Callaway. Good play by Carlton Davis as he knocks it away from Marquez Callaway. I always do that. On 31, you're going to slam on God. Wow. Based on. There you go. That's always, uh, that's always nice you know when you hear, but, but I guess you could say, well, I mean, that's scouting, that's understanding it, but Colton Davis knew that play was coming. And, you know, on uh, but here's the deal, y'all. Uh, you know, have, they win this game. If just Mark Ingram doesn't run out of bounds. I, I, you know what, I, we're talking about them in the playoffs and not the Bucks again. I, I understand. I'm just, uh, and then they show Bruce Arians in the suite. I just, yeah. you know what? Let's just take it for what it is. Two more games this season. You <laughs> got the Pelicans. I, I just, but the it, it yeah. is what it is. I mean, but I, I thought that'd be interesting that that you'd want to see the the Bucks released the footage of. Yeah, we we knew what was coming on that play. Meanwhile, the entire city of New Orleans and every Saints fan's going, "Where's Alvin Kamara on right. the ball? Where's Taysom Hill?" While the Bucks were expecting a slant. Which is why maybe the run why, of Taysom Hill would have worked. Why isn't Taysom Hill in the game? I, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. We there's a lot of whys on that play. A lot. <laughs> there's a lot of whys. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. Uh, we love Doctor Josh Roulette. We were there on Tuesday. Yep. You swear by him left and right. Yep. Mrs. K, long gone. She's well into her massage. That uh, is her Christmas present. Yep. Left me with the kid. That's what happens here. Oh, man. You're a good. Dad, well behaved. He didn't like. Not tearing up the place. He's a great kid. You're a great dad, (laughs) and he's also got mom and dad there with him. All right, it's the Sport Hangover open segment. Ben Heisler, bottom of the hour, next on ESPN New Orleans. Do you want a free Easy Go golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle to get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy, find new roads. 
Balance. You may know what that word means, but can you apply its meaning to your body? You see, it's all about the brain. At Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic, doctors work to locate and remove any nerve interference so your brain can communicate clearly with your body and help you correctly heal quicker. Located in Lakeview and West Harrison, Dr. Josh Roulette and his team at UCFC utilize a number of therapies to make your road to pain relief, recovery, and total body wellness efficient and effective. Go to ucfamilychiropractic.com for more information. Educate yourself on your body and let us get you back to balance. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. If your business needs serious hustle, our internet has plenty. Switch to Rev Business All Fiber Internet with fiber optic velocity close to the speed of light. Sign up and get three months free and 30% off. Build your plan at letsrev.biz. Let's Rev. Whoever said you can't have it all, never had internet that could do it all. Switch to Rev. No contracts, no data caps, no nonsense. It's the high-speed internet you need. Build your plan at letsrev.com. Let's Rev. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003 is the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. Patrick, thank you for giving us a call here today, sir. We're live at Katie's. What's up today? Hey, how are you doing, man? Doing well, man. Hey, um, I, I, I have a question. I, I don't know if, if you have the answer for it, but can, can, can the Saints set the compensation for Peyton? Let's say if it's if they think they need to get two number ones, certain, like let's say a number one, a tenth pick, do the Saints set that compensation? And do, do, do they have the right of first refusal of everything? I'm I'm in trouble understanding. It's kind of loud here. Say that. So, do they have? Can they choose the draft pick to the tenth? Is what we're saying? That say that again. No, no. What I'm saying is, do the Saints have right of first refusal on Peyton to tell teams, look, we have him under contract. Oh yes, we yes, need okay. two number one. If yeah, you want. yeah. Okay. So, Patrick, here, here's how it works with with Sean. He has a he has two years left in his deal. So. Right. They do hold his rights. If you want Sean Payton to right. coach your team next year, you have to give compensation. It has to be for a trade. Yes, so you're correct. They do have that right, and they can do that. The thing is, um, they can choose how to do that. They can, you know, set the price for what it is. The good thing about it, Patrick, is you've already seen reports and stories this week, Right. That, right. for example, when Nathaniel Hackett, right, when Nathaniel Hackett was released and he was fired this week, you saw all the different reports about, hey, does Sean Payton come to, to Denver? And you immediately saw fans, you immediately saw people say, hey, it's going to be too expensive. They don't have the draft picks. It's, it's too pricey. So the league knows, the fan bases know, and the teams know, it's going to cost you to get Sean Payton. And, and I'm with you, Patrick. Anything less than a one, I'm hanging up the telephone, and I'm, you know, look, business is business. I know what Sean did for us. I think, you know, we appreciate it. He'll have a statue, but anything less than a one, 
I'm hanging up. Period. And and if it doesn't work out, then you, you enjoy Fox Sports again next year. You know, I, I just that just that's how I'm going to be at least for the first year. I am waiting and doing everything I can to get that first round pick. Absolutely, minimum. Well, right, and thank you because that's what I'm thinking as I'm reading yeah. and listening to the stuff. And that, and, that, and now you hear reports coming out that Tampa Bay is interested. Tampa Bay has absolutely no shot at Sean Payton. And if whoever makes those decisions with the Saints allows him to go to Tampa Bay, they need to be fired immediately. But these are the same people that gave Chauncey to the Eagles as opposed to just trading to the to the Colts for a dollar or another, you know, bottom dweller in the AFC. So the Saints have big, bigger problems than the coaching. But what I'm what I'm trying to convey is that these reports are, are ridiculous. Yet you have reports saying of New Orleans still has a shot at getting him, and then he's not coming back to New Orleans. Right. You know, somebody in the Saints said he's safe. Who in the Saints said he was safe? Was that Greg Benson releasing that to the press? Like, all of these goofy reports that, that, that are out there, and when it comes down to the matter is, you know, if, you, if you're negotiating and you think that whatever you're trying to sell is worth more and somebody's not giving it to you, you don't have to sell it. So Sean Payton can be back, I'm full agreement with you, can be back in the booth with Fox, you know, dreaming about where he wants to go in the next yep. few years. Like I said, I, I mean, I'm he, in no he, hurry. Yeah, He did this to the Saints. You know, the Saints are in the position they are because of Sean Payton. Sean Payton's not Vince Lombardi. But it seems like he, he's, the media is letting him manipulate it. No, well, I wait. Mean, look, there's, there's a reason. There's a there's a reason. There's a reason you have an agent, and the agent's been doing a tremendous job, right? Putting him out front and center, acting like he's Vince Lombardi out there. He's got all the answers. He can fix all the problems, and I love it. I love it, Patrick. I, I he I don't I find as many outlets as possible. Tom Brady's podcast with Jim Gray, the Colin Coward show right. on Monday. Do whatever you need to do to let the rest of the NFL know you would fix that team, you know how to use that quarterback, perfect. Because then they're going to call a phone number on Airline Drive and then say, what do you want for him? So I mean, I'm, I'm all about it, Patrick. I'm all about it. Yeah but, yeah, but you need to have somebody on the other line saying, you know what, if, if, if you don't give me – I mean, look, if, if Dallas is calling, they, they, they're going to have yeah. a high enough they, – they're going to have a number two. Yeah, like so, I said, anything less than that, I mean, if, if it's something like a fourth or a bag of beignets or something, there will be pitchforks and torches outside that building for a certain individual. I'm just, I'm just saying, I don't think, I don't think that it, that they won't try, that Mickey Loomis won't try at the very least. And you know what? He plays hardball with his contracts. I can't imagine he's not going to play hardball with a situation like that where your team doesn't have a first-round pick. You need to find a quarterback. Like There there are a lot of reasons he's going to know that. And here's the other thing, too. I do think the more teams that are interested, the Asia is going to get to be like that. I know a lot of times in negotiations that first offer is always a low-ball offer, something like that. If there's a team that legitimately wants him, they're going to come in and they're going to offer, right? Here's a first for next year, or here's a first for this year. And then you start that conversation, and all you need is more than one. Once you have more than one, then you can start a bidding war. 
You know? I mean, that's how it's going to be. I mean, like, same thing like I said with Derek Carr. If the Raiders don't release him, I mean, if I'm the Colts, if I'm the Jets, I'm on the Saints, I'm, I'm placing a call, right? So the Raiders know that he's not playing for them, but they can get something for him. Now, again, that's if, you know, they, 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 they get that to, to, to happen and stuff, so. <laughs> um, just, just one thing. Like, to me, I was kind of happy to see Sean go. But, but to me, if you, if, if you're looking at it, Right. You know, Sean, Sean, Sean can do anything he wants in New Orleans. And you know what? There's, there's a corporate direct, a jet 10 minutes away at the right. private airport. He, he, he sleeps, what, at the facility, spends 15 hours there. You know, it doesn't make any, like, it's, it's not 1983 anymore. You know, you, you don't have to live in, in, in the place that you want to live. Yeah. He moved to Dallas. I but, hear you, man. So, hey. It would it, it would make more sense for him to come back to New Orleans, but maybe there's a lot more to it than we know. I hear you, Patrick. Thank you for the phone call, man. Appreciate thank it. You. Yep, for Bye. sure. Mark, give me a buzz, sir. Uh, thank you for giving us a call here in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. How are you? I'm doing great, man. It's a gorgeous day. Pelicans won. You know, we hear all we the Saints, dude. I'm, this needs to be an Anthony Davis trade. Okay. You uh-huh. need Sean Payton put us in this spot with his win now, put everything on the back end of every contract, and now you're in salary cap hell. So you know what? You get out of salary cap hell by Sean Payton, by getting Anthony Davis kind of stuff. You know, a first this year, a first next year, some twos, yep. some threes. Seven players. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you, why not? No, you know I'm with mean? you. Ask for the moon, Mark. Ask for the moon and see where you settle. But yeah, absolutely. Like anything less, man. I just because here's here's the other reason why that it shouldn't be anything less. When you see the list of coaching candidates that are going to be available or names that are already being talked about, it's Sean Payton and everyone else. I mean, it is. It is a grand canyon, and I understand there's a lot of love for what Dan Quinn's done as a defensive coordinator for the He's a defensive coordinator. Sean Payton beat him so much that the Falcons fired him, right? I mean, like, you look at some of these other coaches um, that are available or that have zero experience. So it, it, it it's, it's the perfect market if you're the Saints and you want to play hardball and get something for him. This isn't the year where you have – a bunch of coaches that have won Super Bowls or something of that nature that, you know, are looking for somewhere else to go. That's not the case here. I, I think there's Sean and there's everybody else, you know? Right, but, the, but dude, the everybody else, like your previous caller was saying, they don't have anything to trade with. Right. I mean, you know, look, you know, the Browns are going to be at the bottom. You know, they traded away till what, 2035? Yeah. I mean, you know... The Broncos have nothing. The Colts right. have nothing. Right. Um, you know, unfortunately, the Chargers, who had a bunch, they're winning, so that stinks. Um, I still you know, think I still think the Chargers are in play to an extent. I understand, yes, they made the playoffs. Let's see how they do in the playoffs. Um, but, look, I, I do think it's, it's another reason probably why you saw the, the report in pro football talk about, hey, you know what, let's go back to the Saints. Maybe not as many options or the ones that are the right fit. I still don't buy Arizona. That's a mess over there. And if, and, and he's been very open about being very specific in saying he wants to be choosy. 
and he wants to pick the perfect spot. So what is the perfect spot? Is the perfect spot uh, already built-in quarterback? Is the perfect spot a, a situation where, you know, you have picks and you can build your team? Is the perfect spot a team that has a good defense? I mean, because he's not going to get a better spot that has ownership, fan base, and all that stuff. So I can see the, hey, he may be coming back. But I, I, I still don't buy it until I see it. But you never know, Mark. There, there's, no, there's no way he's coming back. He has he left us in a complete disaster. You know, plus, look, never underestimate the bromance with Jerry Jones. Okay, if the if the if the Cowboys are out after the first round of the playoffs, oh, it'll happen. Yep, then it's going to happen, and Jerry Jones has no problem paying whatever it takes for Sean Payton. And then we can get some picks. Now it won't be high, but you know what? I will. I would rather take ten in you know I have eight or nine picks than to have traded away seven to get two. Right. You know, and that's that's his modus operandi anyway. Yep. So, you know, Dallas, Dallas is still the one. That, that's where he wants to go, man. We all know it. He knows it. Jerry Jones knows you, it. You, Everybody you on know, airline drive knows I it. I don't know, man. I, I think, quite honestly, that situation, too, because, like I said, you just look at it from this standpoint, man. Sean likes to have his control and power. Sean doesn't like to be questioned or told anything. When Dallas wins, it's never McCarthy's fault. Dak is great. When they lose... Dak's terrible. It's Dak's fault they're losing. I mean, I played a bite from Mike Greenberg last week. Is Dak Prescott the weakest link? I mean, that's every week when they lose. It's a bad play call. You don't think that's going to change when Sean gets there? If they start out 0-2, was Sean Payton the right choice? I mean, it's you name it. I mean, he might. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know if that guy wants that, if he can choose it. If he can choose it, I do think more than anything else, you know, his wife, his family, his daughters out there, I think L.A. is the dream job. Jerry Jones right? has the deepest pockets in the NFL. I, 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 he's going to get money wherever he goes. He's going to get money yeah, wherever not, he goes. Not Jerry Jones' money, man. Come on, let's yeah, face it. I, here's the thing. I, I how many people have a, what, a 4,000 foot screen TV? I, you know, I, I'm, at <laughs> the end of the day, does it matter to him, though? A lot of these owners have money that can, yeah, they can pay. No, I mean, I, I, I think. You know, quality of life, quality of place, and and I think this is the team. The team's going to be the most important aspect. He's going to choose know, the, the a ready golf to win in Arizona, team. though. Okay, let's just face it. The best <laughs> golf Thank in you, Mark. freaking Arizona. <laughs> Have a great one. Happy New Year Happy to New you, Year your too. family, and everybody, man. Sounds good. Take All right, get get the app open, sir. Ben Heisler is <laughs> next on Betside. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. <laughs> It's Gus Cattengill with the Sports Hangover inviting you to join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. When the Sports Hangover is at Katie's on Iberville, you're going to enjoy Sports Banner. It'll be lively and delicious eats. Swamp Fries, Oysters Schlesinger, the Delta Queen, or if you dare, tackle the barge. A three-foot loaf of fried catfish, shrimp, and oysters. Good luck. 
It's Thursdays, 12 to 3, the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now, 800-687-5192. That's 800-687-5192. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-687-5192. I'm Terry Mitchell. I'm the director for Workforce Board 83. I've been here 32 years. We offer career counseling, learn while you earn, on-the-job training, work experience opportunities, and apprenticeships. Top-notch A1 staff. They're professional and they're here ready to help. They want to see individuals succeed. We're here to get you back to work, Louisiana. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. He's like to sing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. All right. Welcome back, Sports Hangover. Ben Heisler at Benny Heis is the way to follow over on Twitter. H-E-I-S is the way to uh, give him a follow over there. Managing editor for Bet Sided. Sir, how are you this afternoon? I'm good, Gus. Is it uh, too early to start the uh, the Happy New Year pleasantries, or do I actually have to wait until the start of 2023? You're good. I mean, you know, I'll talk to you next All Wednesday. Right. It'll already be the New Year, so uh, Happy New Year to you. My man. There you go. Happy New Year to you as well. <laughs> hey, man, um, just saw the news, Pele passing away. You know, it's crazy when you think of somebody that meant so much to a sport at the same time so many people knew even if you didn't follow the sport, huh? Yeah, I I, I think it's kind of reminiscent. Like you, you just finished up a, a World Cup cycle here in the United States, and you see sort of the peaked interest in soccer. And it, it certainly has moments where it comes and goes, but I certainly think the growth of the sport um, here in the country, it, it starts with the understanding of all these different icons and legends and globally like sports now i think regardless it is a global phenomenon i think especially like you look at major league baseball the nba in particular um you know maybe not as much so in the in the nfl but um i i i can't think about sort of the nba without sort of a global influence and i think you, you look at somebody like Bailey in, in the same type of regard where like icons institutions of the sport are, are people that we will be forever talking about because of the natural global impact that it has. So, yeah, uh, R.I.P. to the legend this, uh, this afternoon. Speak with Ben Heisler, managing editor for Sided. So let's have a little fun with this. Let's start with the Pels, man. What do you think of the Pels being in first place again, Ben? I like saying that. Anytime I can say they're in first place, I like it. Zion went monster last night. 
I'm feeling it, man. Feel like, I kind of feel like I, you know, need to start thinking about them on the, the winning side of things, huh? It's nice, isn't it? Watching the Pels not only uh, continue to win close games, but um, protect home, uh, cover the spread in the process. Um, I, I know that there's been some, some movement towards the, the Zion MVP lines. I, I think it's, it's hard to catch up to Luka at this point. But um, collectively, you know, even when in the games that he was missing, when, when CJ really stepped up um, and just had that a dominant you know, 40-point performance, uh, they're they're really fun, and I think they're a bit ahead of schedule, which which makes it even more interesting. What's going to be their role come NBA trade deadline? Is this a team that um, you know it's more than just sort of a, a first half surge? Are, are they a team that are going to put a lot of assets in uh, to acquire you know some some extra pieces? I, I think it's a fascinating watch right now, trying to evaluate where they'll likely be, but. Are they a team that they have to, to start taking seriously? Not 100%. There's been enough of a sample that indicates yeah. that New Orleans, based on, on the multiple stars when everybody is healthy and the beat-up Western Conference, which has um, really taken some surprising turns this year, yeah, yeah. I, I, they absolutely need to be considered contenders, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, Devin Booker being out four weeks is a big, big blow to Phoenix Suns night in and night out. Uh, then let's get to Thursday night's game. Cowboys in Titans. Dallas, a 14-point favorite. I get it, right? No Tannehill going with the rookie in Willis, but it's at, it's in Nashville. It's 14 too much. So there's also been reports that Willis may not even start, that it could be Joshua Dobbs. Uh, getting the start instead, and I think that's part of why you've seen even more movement towards the, the two-touchdown line. I was with you. I, I thought it was too many points. I got it at 10.5 at the, the earlier portion of the week um, when everybody else was still at 10, and I thought to myself, okay, like it's going to come right back to 10 and possibly even move down. And, yeah, the, the Titans have looked really bad of late, um, but there's still a, a whole lot of – it's still a team that under Mike Vrabel um, has been one of the better covering teams in the NFL during his tenure, and it's still a home game. Dallas still coming off of a short week. I, Fourteen feels like a lot. It does. So right? I'm probably I'm really on the side of the under, if anything else, only because yeah, the the, the Cowboys might move the ball a little bit. The Tony Pollard's hurt. Uh, Tennessee's going to play strong defensively. They're still one of the better teams in stopping opponents on third down. I'd probably go under as opposed to trying to take a side here, uh, just because the, the quarterback situation is so uncertain. Scotty? Hey, Benny. Scotty Craig, how are you? Hey, Scotty, what's um, up? I'm good, man. I'm looking at uh, the fighting Rondinos at New England, the Dolphins at Patriots. Yeah, a lot of interesting movement. Obviously, uh, it doesn't appear that Tua Tagovailoa is going to play. Um, but what has the Patriots shown to indicate that they're a motivated, highly contending team at this point? Yeah, they, they had a second-half comeback against the Bengals, but still fell short. I mean, Mac Jones is continuing to take a lot of heat for some of his antics. Um, and you're going with a guy likely in Teddy Bridgewater, who statistically over the course of his career has been amongst the best covering quarterbacks as an underdog. So assuming that everybody is healthy, and that includes uh, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, the 
the core guys on offense that are the playmakers for this team. If this line hits three, I, I think it's almost uh, an auto bet for me on Miami because the Dolphins have had the Patriots number over the last several years, even with a different coaching staff. The Patriots right. just... They're not that team anymore oh, that I think no. strikes fear in anybody. So I, I saw think that. if the line is right, you, you take Miami. Ben, I saw that tweet. I think Dan Orlowski put it up there where the Patriots receivers, like three separate times, are running into I mean, I just... I, yeah. That's... It's yeah. week 14, 15, and they're doing that. It's crazy. Look, so we're paying attention to, obviously, Panthers and Bucks. Tampa, three-point favorite here. Dude, the way Carolina's played under Steve Wilkes and, you know, Sam Darnold's not turning the ball over, can they go into Tampa and beat Tom Brady? I think they can. What What is what has this Bucks team shown anybody this year? That they might be able to, to come back against bad teams? Um, I, I suppose they, they've done all right against the Saints, which I know is a bit frustrating, but um, I don't trust this Buccaneers team. Arizona was on their last legs with one of the worst coaches in the NFL in Kingsbury. And yeah, they were able to, to mount a comeback, but I, I don't trust them. I, I trust what I'm seeing out of Carolina a lot more. That's a top five DVOA defense. Steve Wilkes took over. It's a team that has looked terrific with their running game. They've looked, they've taken Sam Darnold and made him into a, a nice game manager. And a guy that can stretch the field with his legs a little bit. I, I like what they're doing. And all of what they do well defensively is all the issues that the Bucks have had offensively. Like, they match up very well against Tampa Bay. So the fact that you can get them as a three-point favorite on the road, maybe this is the week that everybody's been waiting for. It's taken 17 weeks into the season for everyone to say, all right, Brady and this team finally figured it out. They put it all together. They were just waiting for the right opportunity. Tom Brady teams are, are long past that at this point. He just doesn't look sharp. His receivers have not been catching the ball. They can't run the ball. And they're not the same run-stuffing defense as they were before. So I like Carolina here. I, I think Carolina is still alive to win that division. And yeah, the Saints are still mathematically eliminated. And, right. you know, that game could get fascinating in Week 18. But I, I like Carolina here. I think they're playing the best football out of all these teams at the right time. Yeah, Philly six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Saints. Like I, I know they played well at Cleveland. I just... Philly with so much on the line, I, I don't know. I, I'm going Philly on that one, right? Quick one. Yeah, I, I, I think the Saints probably keep it close. The defense has actually been much better of late, but if first plays, um, it, it's hard not to trust Philly there. Maybe you take New Orleans to cover, but I, I don't think it's winning that game in Philadelphia. Alright, what about Detroit, man? Detroit at home against the Bears. Oh, the Bears. I think they're a six point favorite. The poor Bears. I love Detroit in this, you know, because they lost last week. And, you know, what do you think? I, I like Detroit as well. Chicago has actually been one of those teams that, with Justin Fields, has, has been keeping it a little bit closer than maybe they should. But they're in full tank mode, and Fields has nobody around him. Literally nobody. Maybe Montgomery maybe Khalil Herbert, but no wide receivers to throw to. Um, defensively, pretty much you know, the bulk of their starters are either out or they're, they're not playing. Uh, the Lions are, are going to cruise in this game, and maybe the only reason the Bears cover is they take their foot off the gas and they start resting guys in the second half. But Bears have not been able to stop the run. Lions run all over them. The Lions also, by the way, have allowed the most rushing yards to quarterbacks. So maybe you go over on field prop. But I, I think as long as you can get it around six, the, the Lions seem like the right side here. And then we got to wait till Monday 
to see it. Bills and Bengals, man. Buffalo, a one-point favorite at Cincinnati. Could this be a preview of the AFC Championship game? I think so. I mean, both of these teams have been fantastic. Bengals have been the best covering team in the NFL for not only this year, but the last two seasons. They've been terrific against the spread. Burrow has done a remarkable job for them. Um, I'm going with Buffalo here. And the the Bengals kind of showed a a few spots over the last few weeks. Kind of reminds me of of Minnesota a little bit, where they've overcome some of their own mistakes to get out in front and protect leads and eventually come back and take a hold of the ballgame. Buffalo right now is is playing really, really sound on on both sides of the ball. And, yeah, that that game against Chicago, I, I think they were just getting by. They know that this is a measuring stick game, and all the measuring stick games that they've had this year, they've come out on top. Uh, I think the game against Kansas City uh, in particular. Um, and the Sharps are, are moving into the side of, of Buffalo as well. They, they very much like the Bills in this spot, even on the road. So I'm going to go with the Sharps here. I'm going to side with Buffalo. At Benny Heiss, H-E-I-S is the way to follow the managing editor for BetSide. What can folks find on that website if I go to it now, man? You're going to find all sorts of content leading up to Week 17. Of course, the uh, final sets of bowl games are going on right now. we got college basketball looks. Always some insides on the NBA, including your guys' New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, so plenty for you. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as well, at BetSide. And if you want to follow me, you can do so at Benny Heist. Always appreciate the time, man. Thank you, Ben. It's winning. All right, guys. See you guys. Yep, Happy New Year to you. At Benny Heist, H-E-I-S, the way to follow over on Twitter. I didn't feel any excitement over any of them out of them. No? You didn't feel anything? Except, you know, Detroit. I mean, <laughs> I'm loving Of all the Detroit. games there? But, like, I did want to know what he had to think about the Packers. Yeah. I think Packers, the Packers and Vikings are going to be an Vikings. interesting one. Well, especially, too, that Minnesota clinched the playoff spot, right? Right. This past week. So, uh, oh, you go into the, the who's more motivated or not. I, we'll get into that, though. Open phone lines. When we come back, we're live at Katie's. 3701 Iberville. When we come back, sir, we can talk a little bit about the menu. Yes. When we come back, support Tango with ESPN New Orleans. It's the big finish sales event right now at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Is knee pain keeping you from living your best life? Get back into the swing of things with a robotic-assisted knee replacement from Thibodeau Regional Health System. Robotic-assisted knee replacement means greater precision and a joint replacement that's customized to your anatomy. And this could mean less pain and a quicker recovery. Most importantly, it can mean improving your quality of life. Learn more at Thibodeau.com. We don't want you on our team. You're too slow and fat. This is weight bias. I'm worried about your weight. Don't you care what other people think? Millions who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias every day. You're not the right fit for this job. Unfair judgment by others. Just stop eating so much and exercise some. You lose all this weight. These people often blame themselves. It's just me. Nobody likes me. I do exercise and eat right. 
and I talked to my doctor. Weight bias hurts. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Your words and actions matter. Let's stop weight bias. Let's work together. Be part of the solution. Go to StopWeightBias.com and learn more. A public service message from Obesity Action Coalition. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wuss. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. 800-998-1003. Chef Scotty Gus Kattengill with you. I'm at Katie's. It is our Thursday crew of Katie's as a gentleman is taking picture of your specials. What are your specials today, bud? It's a good question, bro. <laughs> but, you know, we always do a meatloaf. We, we always do a meatloaf. Well, you got the tuna nola. That is my wife's favorite. We're doing by fried the way. trout with, with a crawfish cream sauce yeah. over jambalaya, the grilled pork ribeyes, which are great. Um, you know, and we do our, our fresh fish nola. Yeah. Which is. Fresh tuna or redfish. Yeah. If you know somebody. Anna loves that. Anna loves the tuna. Right. I mean, but, you know, if you know somebody, you can get redfish. Yeah. We only do the redfish at night. Over uh, fresh vegetables with um, jumbo shrimp, mm-hmm. another oxymoron, and jumbo lump crab, and a little bit of herb butter. Yeah. No, it's delicious. She uh, she always looks at me and says, you got me a little tuna and a little one. It's I'm good. like, you know what? I got you. And on, like, tonight is, is uh, pizza night, which yeah. we never talk about, but... Thursday is $12 pizza night. Okay. You can come in here and get, you know, well, I mean, anything but the seafood pizzas. For 12 it might be $13 now. I might be lying. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what we did. But, um, I mean, it's the best deal in town. You know what our pizzas are. I mean, they're loaded with stuff. Huge. So we've been doing that for years. And, like, last night is steak and martini night. For $25, you get a filet, potato, and a martini. For twenty five bucks, that's a nice a, fillet. That's a I mean, great it's a deal. good fillet. It's eight ounce fillet. That's a great deal. It well, I know you. Deal. You're not just going to throw some slab no. of meat up there. Not good. as well, Jack. I'll take the. When we're going to see you at a Katie's remote, sir. Yes. Yeah, Jack. I, I don't know, man. Every time, every time I have a chance to do it, y'all over at Brother Martin. So you got to take Brother Martin off the menu. Explain, no, <laughs> brother. No, I mean, brother we'll, we'll let you in, Brother Martin. It's okay. Ah. Uh, they might kick me right out. Hey, look, just to back up, not that you need help with the pizza, but I have a nephew who really, I mean, he, he would eat pizza intravenously. I mean, everywhere we go, he orders pizza. And I took him to Katie, and he told me that was the best pizza I ever had. So, you know, for $12, that's stealing. Thanks, Jack. Appreciate but, um, that, man. That's cool. Yeah. And, um, it, it Gus. Um, I finally had a chance to see the, the show with Eric last week. That was really good, man. You, you two are really good together. Somebody man, should pay y'all a lot of money and have you do it every week. <laughs> I will, uh, you know what? I, I don't know if I have time for another job, but I, I'm down for the right price. I'm down for the right price. Now, I love the truth, man. Um, look, you know this, Jack. It's the reason why I even have a show. Eric Asher asked me to fill in for him in 2010. And after Larry Holder and I did the show, the um, – the, the person running 690 t- talked to us. We didn't get out the studio before being offered the job. So, <laughs> uh, it was, it they was must good. have been desperate. But yeah, so, well, again, yes. But <laughs> that doesn't happen if Eric isn't desperate to ask us to do no, so. Eric. Uh, I will always do whatever Eric Asher needs. So, Jack, evidently, well, I opened up a can of worms yesterday. Oh, boy. When I was doing his show. 
about uh-huh. Jaden Daniels, and I know you were listening. You know, my theory of Jaden Daniels coming back to LSU is one of the reasons that Booty decided to go pro. And, I mean, I know there's a multitude of reasons, and now we're finding out there's a million other things. But Oh, so he's leaving? I didn't hear that part. Oh, he's leaving LSU. He's going pro. He's changed his mind okay. suddenly. He's changed his mind suddenly, and I think part of it, and it's just my theory, and I think there was a show on this morning that I think was directed at my theory and potentially could have heard me saying it, but, I mean, it's just, you know, Jaden Daniels, I was disappointed when he came back to LSU. That is not what I was looking forward to. I was looking forward to LSU You're going. You're disappointed Jaden Daniels is back? I was looking forward to LSU going to look in a new water. direction. Why? Because what new direction? Seen, we have seen what Jaden Daniels can do. Yeah, and he won you. He got you to the SEC championship game. He did, but he's limited as to in what, what he way, can do. brother? Dude, he has more stats and more numbers and yards than Joe Burrow did. They've lost two in a row. That that's Jaden Daniels' fault. No, but I'm just saying that, they're not in games but, but, without Jaden Daniels. And they also won a lot of extremely close games because of because Jaden Daniels. Daniels. But those games would not have been close had they been throwing the ball downfield. Oh my. And I watch the games. You don't watch LSU. You don't like LSU. I do watch LSU. You don't like LSU. You clearly do not watch the same game I do. Oh, my gosh. But, I mean, you know, I said it yesterday, and it, it, it kind of, I heard a lot about it this morning. Not necessarily that I said it, but, uh, you know, uh, you know, I don't think it was a very popular theory. Jack. Probably for a reason. <laughs> Jack, what do well, well, you tell you what, Scott. Scott, I think it's a different level, but I think it's a similar situation with, like, Lamar Jackson. You know, people are always saying he doesn't have weapons, but I think guys don't want to play with him because he's not the best passer in the world. I think that's the same situation with Daniels, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, and and I agree. And uh, I just thought that it would have been better for the LSU program for Brian Kelly to go forward with Nussmeyer, Walker Howard, and new kid Collins. You know, it's it's just I was hoping that Jaden Daniels would go ahead and go into the NFL. I'm sure this team's going to be fine, and and they'll do great with Jaden Daniels if he wins the starting job. But man, I don't think you want to take a chance on losing. You're not going to lose Walker Howard, but you could lose Nuts. And I want to see what that young man can do. Honestly, I do. I've seen what Jaden Daniels can do, and he did a lot of great things. But there were a lot of games where. You know, LSU should have been way out ahead because, you know, they they couldn't throw the ball, and you it, it just you it think there's a quarterback competition next year? Oh, absolutely. You think Jaden Daniels is coming back thinking there's going to be a quarterback competition? Absolutely, absolutely. He, I I promise you, he was not guaranteed that job. I mean, you've got to give Walker Howard and us a chance to win that starting position, and then if. I don't if understand the, the, the third one. The third one out is going to is going to go somewhere else. It's going to yeah. be your buddy Gary Usmeyer. You are oh, like wow. so high on him. You want to wear his not, jersey? I, I, I don't not, understand it. Thanks, you guys. Kansas State people, what's happening? Good luck. Beat Bama. We all want Bama to lose. Take whatever you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway. I just I think we've seen what Jaden Daniels can do, and I just want to see what Nussmeyer can do. 
And if Nussmeier doesn't okay, work out, listen to what you just said. Then we know what one person can do. You have which no idea limited. what the. It's not limited. It's what limited. He's not about. a great passer. Oh my Jack gosh. just agreed with me. It's he's not a great passer. Okay, so look at the successful. Look at who the quarterback that Tulane's going to be playing with against in the Cotton Bowl. Caleb Williams. What about what, what is his? Why did he win the Heisman this oh, year? He can throw too, bro. I, I understand that, but he can run, can he? Yeah, you don't think yes, Jane Daniels he is run. a Heisman candidate? That, that's what I'm getting. This past year? Yes. No. Oh my gosh. Are you serious, guys? Really? I, I, I'm just saying what I Dude, see. I, I don't know what I know. Watching. I know that I, in 2018, he threw less interceptions and the same amount of touchdowns that I, Joe Burrow threw I, in 18. I don't know what you're watching. I I, I watch them very closely. I, I, I don't know what you're watching. Sorry, man. Just my opinion. I mean, if you think that that is a detriment to the program of bringing him back, Jack, I, Jack give me nice. some love here, bro. Jack. Well, I don't think I don't think you can criticize a guy who got you the way you never thought you could go this year. Okay, but I, uh, I, I, I mean, look, I, I haven't seen it because I'm in recruiting. But from what you behind it, did Jack go in the tunnel? Yep. Jack, we can't hear you Jack's anymore. In the tunnel. Jack is still with us. Jack. Jack went in the tunnel. Jack in the ridge. 800-998-1003 in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. Give us a call. Let us know if Chef Scotty is crazy for thinking that Jane Jack, Daniels is terrible. Jack went in the Harahan Tunnel, brah. The Harahan Tunnel? The Harahan the tunnel? tunnel, brah. Where's the Harahan Tunnel? I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. 800-998-1003. <laughs> so, Orvi. I, I thought this was a joke, but this is real. Uh, Tara Lowens and the Cowboys reportedly were trying to agree on a contract, and they were unable to agree on one. The 49-year-old Hall of Famer would have been the oldest player in history. Apparently, they legitimately were talking to him, despite the reports that Cowboys owner Jerry Jones had been in contact with Owens. This is why Sean Payton's not going there. Somebody's smoking cannolis in Dallas. This is why... Sean Payton's not going there. That's crazy. Jerry That's Jones crap. gives health reports on Dak Prescott mm. at, in a in a hallway after a game before the coach even talks mm. to him, mm. and he's mm. trying to make a contract with a 49 year old receiver. Yeah, it's bad, bro. Um, according to Dov Kleiman, Owens wanted more money from the team, and the contract <laughs> talks fell apart. Wanted more money more from the money. team. Do you realize we have a salary cap, Terrell? This is this isn't a wanted this more isn't, money. This isn't a uh, a circus. Uh, apparently, he ran a four-five forty-yard dash, which was his warm-up. Per his people, one of the most aggravating people in the history of the NFL. Terrellone. There he is. So he's uh, he's reached out to Jed York. I was thinking about getting was... a deal done with the 49ers, Apparently, with the Cowboys as well. He's probably manic depressive too. No, he's crazy. Oh. 49, still out there running a 4-5. Hour 2 is in the books. Chris Blair coming up at 2.15. Your phone calls and more when we come back top of the hour. How about where we live? The third and fourth quarter of Zion Williamson and what he did yesterday. It's Sports Hangover live at Katie's on ESPN New Orleans.